Please welcome to our morning show as we turn our attention now to talking to you about your money. Minnesota is on the verge of seeing the state's first black-led community credit union come into existence. However, before we get to the credit union, it might be good for you to learn a little bit about who is at the helm of this credit union. Please welcome to our show Deborah Hurston. She is the executive director for the Association for Black Economic Power. Good morning. Tell us about yourself and the credit union. Uh, thank you, Freddie. This is absolutely my pleasure to be here and, um, and my honor to share with you what we're doing. I um, am not a product of Minnesota. I, I Just a little bit about my background. I grew up on the south side of Chicago, and that was during a time when um, gangs were running rampant. Um, I, it's, it's an area very similar to, um, to what I would call the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, w- the way the, the Bronx used to be. And um, I, I'm a product of a single parent family, five girls and one boy, and I was the youngest girl. And my mother ruled with the Iron Heel. There was no... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I I am thankful for all of that, and she instilled in me just this never-ending uh, push to move forward. Well, I'm and sure she'd be very, for, very proud to uh, know that you're the at the helm of this new initiative or the revived initiative, breathing life into a credit union here in the Twin Cities. What happened, first of all, to the Village Financial Credit Union, Deborah? You know what, the, the first initiative um, of the credit union um, unfortunately fell prey to a number of challenges. So this initiative was, the brain, was originally the brainchild of some amazing community leaders and activists. And so we definitely want to uh, tip our hats to, to the community for coming up with this idea and, and for seeing the need and addressing that need, attempting to address that need. Um, but a lot of issues came into play that led to a, um, a need for a reset. And so with that reset came a new board of directors, that new board of directors hired me, and uh, during all that time, uh, COVID was um, running rampant, mm-hmm. and so there was there was a quiet period. So after they hired me, the I reached out to national a particular national organization known as the African American Credit Union Coalition, and they connected me with resources in the state of Minnesota. Uh, particularly the Minnesota Credit Union Network. And from there, we have established critical relationships with what I call experts, issue experts, to help us in the chartering process. After the credit union had to be um, reset, if you will, our, the, the initial efforts had to be reset. We were not able to use any of the information that came from the original group. So we literally had to start from ground zero. And um, with that, I, I have to say, we are so close to getting this done that I can just taste it. Um, it, is, it has been an amazingly 
difficult challenge, and there's no roadmap. Um, there's no one around who, uh, you know what people don't understand is that in Minnesota, there hasn't been a credit union chartered in over 10 years. And so there's no one around to tell you, this is what you need to do. Interesting. And mm-hmm, so yeah, it, it is. I'm we're sorry, talking, don't let me interrupt you. Oh, no, we're fine. Oh. We're talking to Deborah Hurston. She is the executive director of the Association for Black Economic Power. She's established, reestablishing and breathing life into a credit union for our communities. So how will the credit union benefit the North Side community? I understand that's where the footprint will be. Mm-hmm. North Side, um, North Minneapolis is absolutely the focus area for the credit union. The credit union will be owned by its members. The credit union board will be a reflection of its members, will be a, represent- a representation of its members. Mm-hmm. The products and services that we offer, when people go on our website right now, uh, learnaboutvillage.org, and they take the community survey, what they're doing is they're actually telling the regulators they want to support this organization, and they're telling us and the regulators these are the products and services that we want. And so that survey is, is one of the ways that the community's voice is heard, and, and that survey tells us what products they want. Now, what, what um, also happens is that in the regulatory arena for credit unions, particularly the Novo Credit Unions, the regulators will let you know what products and services you cannot mm. bring forward immediately, simply because um, regulars, regulators are amazingly risk-averse. And so they want to assure that the credit union uh, comes out uh, on a path of success and has some, some runway, if you will, to... to um, to move forward before it takes on the more challenging products or services. So how will this best benefit folks who live in Hennepin County, Ramsey County, who would be uh, your primary members of the credit union? Uh, very good. Competitive products and services is the key. Uh, in addition to, um, so this credit union will offer similar products that anyone would, would need access in a banking environment. Mm-hmm. What credit unions are known for, and this one is, will certainly not be the exception, what credit unions are known for is providing competitive products and services. Lower interest rates are typically seen in credit unions. So how can folks and get involved? People, how can we get involved with the credit unit? So I'm, I've got some money and where I'm, I'm thinking about establishing a fund for my child, how can we get involved right now at, at this point? So the credit union is not in existence right now, mm-hmm. and so you can, we cannot accept money, ah. but you can indicate that you intend to participate. So when the credit union is chartered, you can, you can establish a credit union in your child's name by simply having a social security number for your child. And, but that's once the credit union is actually chartered. And that chartering process will take place at the state level with the Minnesota Department of Commerce and at the national level with an organization called the National Credit Union Administration. Interesting. So can you tell us when the credit union will be up and running in that regard? 
You know what? I can give you an idea. And the reason I can't nail it down is because the process is amazingly fluid. Mm -hmm. So after we submit the charter, and we're guesstimating, if you will, that we'll be submitting the charter in May, and this date is extremely fluid. After we submit the charter, we're looking at about 90 days from that date for approval at the state level. And that is, once we submit it, that 90 days is absolutely up to the state. But that's what we're guesstimating will happen. We submit the charter application at the state and national level at the exact same time. So both organizations get at the exact same time. At the national level, rather than the 90 days, it could take a minimum of six months. Wow. So six, yeah, six months from the date that we submit the application, we're, we're guesstimating again that it will we'll be able to go into operation. And what that operation, once we're chartered, what that will look like is we'll come out with a very, very strong online presence and move into a, a regular brick and mortar a little later. How can our folks listening right now help to uh, get this moving for you and be a part of the whole process? Well, you know what? That, that is a very important question because we are so close to putting together all of the elements of the charter application, and there are quite a few. But the biggest, well, there are two. The biggest thing we need from the community right now is their voice by filling out that community survey. The regulators actually ask for a summary of that survey. And so they may not see your specific uh, information, but as a group, they'll hear your voice. Um, and they want to know what you want. They want to know that you still stand behind this credit union. This has been a long time coming, mm-hmm. and, and they want to know if you're still there. And so that survey will help them hear your voice and, and understand that you, con- you are continuing to support this initiative. Another part where the community can involved is reaching out to city officials to let them know that, that they want the city's support in this initiative. Mm-hmm. We've, anyway, I am very transparent about this with the community as well as the city. We submitted a proposal on March 15th of last year looking for support for this initiative. We are up for support, but we have not gotten the yes. It it hasn't been affirmed. So the proposal is still alive. The more voices lean in and say that you want this, that you want the city to stand up and support this, I think the better. Um, Right now, um, we're scheduled to meet with the mayor soon. I'm hoping, we're putting a request, I'm hoping that that request uh, is, is, um, uh, comes through. But I think the more the community lets city officials know that they would like the city to support this, the better. How can we voice that support? We're just about, about out of time. How can we voice that support? How can we let you know? You know what? I would say go on the website um, and contact the city council, contact the mayor, and just let him know. Please support Village Financial Credit Union coming into Minnesota. Um, For us, 
go on our website, learnaboutvillage.org, and, and complete the community survey. Those two things are critical. Learnaboutvillage.org. Mm-hmm. All right. Deborah Hurston, I can't thank you enough. She is the executive director for the Association of Black Economic Power. She's helping to bring back a credit union in our communities. I can't thank you so enough to be for being with us this morning and sharing these important details. Thank you, Deborah. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. Anytime. All right.